Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Art of NVC podcast. Today, I want to talk about NVC as a spiritual practice. Now, I got into NVC, um, nonviolent communication, because it's so helpful for solving conflicts. You know, when there is tension, when I'm triggered, when somebody else is triggered, that's very can be a very challenging situation. And using these principles is really helpful. It's amazing. But it goes deeper than that. And that's another reason why I really fell in love with NVC. Is because these principles can be used at any time. You don't need to. I don't I recommend just starting off attempting it when you're triggered and stuff. But it really does go deep. It goes very deep. All these principles are really beautiful, fundamental principles that can help a lot. So what is a spiritual practice? The definition from Yogapedia is spiritual practices, a discipline of regular actions or activities performed to cultivate spiritual development or create spiritual experiences. So using NVC as a spiritual practice means following these principles so that you can cultivate more spiritual development. So the first step in NVC is to point out what has occurred using only facts. And that means keeping your opinion out of it. And I would say that's a great principle for using NVC as a spiritual practice, is keep your opinions to a minimum in your thoughts and in your words. And that's a big part. Uh, just, Just doing NVC as a spiritual practice means thinking in NVC. Don't allow yourself to get kind of sloppy in your thinking and, and think that it's only important to use these principles when you're speaking to the person that you have a challenge with. Using, as a spiritual, using this as a spiritual practice means doing it in your head all the time. Doing it when you're talking about the uh, people, even when they're not around. So keeping your opinions to a minimum. Keeping your evaluations to a minimum. Now it doesn't mean you can't, there's nothing wrong with an opinion. But one of the things we do is we oftentimes state our opinion as a fact or we disguise our opinions as if they're a feeling. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. But the trick is if you're going to say your opinion, so if someone says, what's your opinion? Say your opinion. It's not a big deal. Um, but if you know you go into a room and you're like, wow, it's really cold in here or there's some task that has to be done, you're like, oh, that's super hard. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but it's not that helpful. Um, and if when you want to use it as a spiritual practice, it just means just refraining from saying things like that and just being present and using facts instead of saying, you know, it's really cold in here, you know, maybe say what the temperature is or don't say anything in that moment. What does it help to say that it's really cold in here? It's just setting out a precedent that is going to encourage people to feel uncomfortable when a lot of our life, you know, mental, the mental game in life is pretty strong. So if we think something's cold and uncomfortable, it's probably going to be more cold and uncomfortable. But if we don't think that, then it could be different. So that's just one small aspect of it, just of, of using NVC as a spiritual practice. Just kind of try to keep, uh, keep your opinions and your evaluations and judgments of things to a minimum. Saying that car is ugly. Why? Why say that? Does it help anything? What happens if you don't say that? Then there's just more presence and more allowance and more acceptance of things. 
Okay, so another principle of this is to really be aware as much as possible of how you feel at all the time. Just be in tune to your feelings, to your current state. And as much as possible, try to be aware of why you feel like you do. So every time you notice that you're upset, go inner and find out what is the unmet need, expectation, preference, desire that is not being met behind this uncomfortable feeling. Observe it. Don't judge yourself. And that's just a powerful practice. If every time you get annoyed or upset, even when you know, even if, if there's someone around or not around, doesn't matter what it is. If you're feeling somehow out of alignment, work on becoming in tune to why you feel how you do. And that's just going to make you more self-aware. And that cultivates presence and self-knowledge, which I would say are part of spiritual development. A lot of times we'll try to disguise our opinions as facts. So like the room is cold. If you say, wow, the room is really cold, you're kind of saying that as a fact. But if you say, wow, to me, the room feels really cold. That's just a more accurate way of speaking. It's, it's about another aspect of using NVC as a spiritual practice is being impeccable with your word. So that means do not hide. If you do say an opinion, like keep them to a minimum, but we're going to come out. You don't have to be super anal, you know, like, no, I can never say an opinion, but just keep it to a minimum. But if you are going to say your opinion, do not try to disguise it as a feeling or as a fact. So, you know, just say, in my opinion, blah, blah, blah. That That's that's one way. And another way is stop saying this thing that everybody does. Almost everybody I know does this. And they say, I feel like the room is too cold. I feel like the the movie was too long. I feel like they don't know what they're doing. Right? And then why do we speak like that? We speak like that because we don't want to say, I think the room is too cold. I think they don't know what they're doing. I think the movie was too long. Because it's more vulnerable to state things as opinions. Because we know that it's just an opinion. But if we say, I feel, then it's as if this feeling came from another source beyond us, a greater source beyond us, our intuition or some divine inspiration gave us this intellectual understanding of something. But that's just, it's, it's a form of trickery. And it's not being impeccable with our word. It takes courage to say, I think this, this is my opinion. And that's... I think a more honest, a more authentic way of speaking. And if you practice that all the time, then that's just kind of cultivating more authenticity and more impeccability with your word, which is what I would call a a principle of a spiritual practice. Another principle that you could do when you're trying to use, if you're attempting to use NVC as a spiritual practice is empathy first. Every single time there's any kind of conflict or tension that you're involved with or around use empathy first instead of looking or instead of thinking of the strategy that you want to get your needs met which there's nothing wrong with um, as long as you're not attached to your strategy but uh, instead of doing that first first thing you could do is empathy how does this person feel and why and that's a very powerful practice if you're always doing that. it requires you to step out of your ego 
out of the me first agenda and really just empathize with someone else. Doesn't mean you're agreeing. Doesn't mean you're submitting. It just means you're connecting and sensing what's going on with them. And that's a really powerful practice. And this includes doing it to everybody, even politicians. Yeah, even even politicians, even people you don't know, even the horrible criminals. Everybody, all the time, empathy first. Now that is a very, very effective, powerful, life-changing practice. Do it with your children, with your partners. Just whenever, when it, and, and it's almost like you could develop this into an instinct, into a habit. Instead of the habit of attacking, judging, defending, criticizing, it's a habit of empathy first. Just that's the that's the muscle that goes on. Oh, there's tension, empathy. How do they feel? Why? And when you're doing empathy, it's I don't know, probably some of you have tried it, some of you haven't, but it's when you're triggered. To go and do empathy is a bit of a challenge because it require it does require you to step out of the ego paradigm. And when your ego is inflamed and ready to rumble, it does not. That's the last thing it wants to do. So it's a really powerful practice to soften your ego and develop more love with those around you. So another principle of NVC as a spiritual practice is 100% authenticity at all times. Even when it is likely to cause trouble or meet conflict in the short term. In the long term, authenticity breeds trust. It breeds knowledge, um, deeper connections. In the short term, sometimes it's a challenge. Like if your artist friend asks you what your honest opinion is and you are not impressed or you don't like it or you're not interested, if you pretend because you know that that's what they want to hear in the moment, that you, if you pretend you like it, you're not really helping them long term. You're just appeasing them short term. So if you're always 100% authentic, it's a beautiful thing. It's a scary thing. And there will be times when people don't want to hear the, the truth. The truth is volatile, can be volatile. And it's very powerful. But as a spiritual practice, it's a beautiful thing. And it's grounding. And it breeds deep connections. And it, it, it just, it's a wonderful practice. It's a bit scary when I, when I do it sometimes. But I really love it. And I love it when people do it with me. Even when in the moment, I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm an artist. I create a lot of different things. And when I show it to people, I always want them to tell me it's amazing. And they love it. But... I if that's all they ever say, then I, I don't really ask them their opinion anymore because I want someone who tells me when they don't like it and when they do like it. And then it's up to me to not take it personal and to not even take it like as fact. It's just their opinion. Get more opinions and then use the information. So that's a really powerful, beautiful principle. Just 100% authenticity at all times. And remember, when you're being authentic, don't state your opinion as a fact again. State it as opinion. So if someone says... Hey, what do you think of my song? And you're like, mm, it's not really that good. You're saying that as a fact. But if you say, I did not find it very effective. I did not find it very interesting. I personally was not drawn to it. Right? Those are just your opinion as your opinion. You know? And and also stay away from the dreaded, I feel like it was too 
intellectual or whatever whatever your opinion is you know when if you say i feel like then then again you're you're trying to pretend like this is some divine inspiration just say it as in your opinion in my opinion i found it too intellectual so another principle if you want to use nbc's spiritual practice is accountability for how you feel at all times all the time and and this means you know again in in your thoughts in your head like really a lot of this is as has to do with you being impeccable with your thoughts as well as your words. Do not allow yourself to blame people for how you feel in your head. It's not enough just to do NBC with your words. You want to do it in your mind with your thoughts. So all the time, however you feel, never blame anyone in any way. Just analyze how you feel and discover what's behind your feeling. You know, again, what need is not being met, what desire you have, what preference and operate from there. And then once you've discovered that, you, you have clarity and you can make attempts to get your needs met. But just never blame anyone else, no matter what, no matter how blatant it looks like it's someone else's fault on the outside. Just don't allow yourself to slip into that because if it's much easier to blame other people, but it's, it's disempowering. If other people can affect how we feel, then we are victim to their actions. We don't have control. But the truth is, we are the ones who are responsible for how we feel. Because how we feel is based on how we are thinking about these situations. I've said this before, but I'll say it again right now because repetition is a great tool of learning. Say someone borrowed your car without asking and they crashed it and you love that car. Now you can. There's a lot of different ways you might feel. You might feel super angry um, because they did that, and you're blaming them, and you don't like the fact that they took the car. Whether you're blaming them or not, you feel angry because you loved your car and you want to use it. You could be relieved that they took the car and crashed it, but are not hurt. You could be happy because you didn't like your car, and now you know that you're going to get insurance because you have full coverage, and they're not hurt. You could be sad because they got hurt. You could be irritated because now you're going to be late for work. It's like all depends on what your values, what you value in that moment. What's important to you? The car, the person, um, your insurance. So the action stays the same. Your reaction changes according to what you're thinking, what your value system is. And that is why we are always responsible for how we feel. Because it's our own internal value system that is the arbitrator of our feelings. And that's, to me, that's a wonderful fact. That's empowering. So that's just a, that's just a great principle of NVC and using it as a spiritual practice is this never blame anyone for how you feel, even in your thoughts, even when they're not around, even when you're talking to other people. Just sharpen up your language and always take responsibility for how you feel. Another principle is no threats or demands ever. Like these are all principles that you use during when you're using NVC in a conflict, but to spreading it out from the conflict zone is that's the spiritual practice. So never put out a demand. Why? Why why do you need to threaten people? You better do this. If you don't do that, I'm leaving. Or no, it doesn't you don't it's not necessary to do that. You can just keep your demand all, never make demands, just make requests. If your request is refused, look for an alternative. 
you don't need to threaten anybody. You can just let people know. Instead of a threat, like say you're in a relationship and your partner is doing something that you find unacceptable. It's not something that you or say um, even smoking, smoking cigarettes. You're with a partner who smokes cigarettes and you do not want to be with someone who smokes cigarettes or drinks alcohol. So if you say you have to, if you don't quit, I'm leaving, right? That's kind of a threatening way to state something. It's not very effective. Uh, The other person is not going to feel, they're not likely to feel happy about doing what you're intending, creating that situation. But if you just state it in NBC, which would be, I do not want to be in a relationship with someone who smokes. Would you be willing to stop? I do not want to be in a relationship with someone who drinks regularly. I've grown up in a family like that, and it's just not something that I want to put up with. Would you be willing to go to counseling? All right, that's, that's how you want to talk about those things. So you're letting them know that this is not something that you're going to live with, but you don't need to threaten them or make a demand. Because, why? Because those don't work. They don't work well. And, just letting, and, and so there's another way to communicate the same thing, just in a non-threatening, non-demanding way. And when you're parenting your kids, again, you have ultimate control. So you, you can make demands and threats and back them up. But if you can learn ways to speak to your children without these, it's much more effective. It's much more empowering. And it will build a better relationship because the, your child won't feel, you know, pushed. They feel like they still have autonomy and freedom. And that's important. Freedom and autonomy are important for all humans. It's a natural right. It's a natural instinct. We rebel against people who want to control us. So that's a great principle using NVC as a spiritual practice. There's no demands, no threats. So another major principle using this as a spiritual practice is just never, ever imply someone is wrong or bad. And politicians, too. I think people act like politicians are not humans. As far as I know, they are humans. Never imply someone is bad or wrong in your thoughts, your words, or your actions. Doesn't mean you're condoning what they do. Doesn't mean you're agreeing. That's what NVC is for. You still get to get your point out and make requests. But just don't imply someone is bad or wrong. Whether they're there or not. Whether they're a celebrity, a politician, someone in history. That's the practice. Just stopping speaking like that in your head. And in your words, that's very powerful. It forces you to clean up your language. It forces you to get more specific and more loving and accepting. But it doesn't mean you're condoning. Just because someone does, like some some criminal commits a heinous, heinous act, you don't have to say, wow, what an evil, you know, jerk. You can say that. You could also say, you could also go to empathy first and say, wow, that person must be in a lot of pain, likely to be in a lot of pain to do something like that. And you come, that's, from a, that's, a, that's coming from a place of more understanding. And you have more chance to create change from that place as opposed to judging and criticizing and blaming and implying they're bad or wrong. And then just in your interpersonal relationships, just don't do it. Just just. Just take it out of your language, your dialect, implying that someone is bad or wrong. And people are going to feel less annoyed around you, less triggered, less defensive. Because a lot of times we get a little annoyed, a little triggered, a little defensive. We don't show it. We hide it because nobody wants to show that. 
but it's going to come out. It doesn't bring connection. So if you just stop speaking in those ways that imply that someone else is bad or wrong, it's going to improve all your relationships and your relationship to the world at large. And you're going to come from a more understanding place, especially when it comes to politicians and world leaders and celebrities. So that's a, that's a really powerful practice. And lastly is always find a win-win solution, even when you don't have to. Again, going to a parent, you know, uh, you can you can force your you can force your child to do some things, but if you're always looking for the win-win, that's just a beautiful practice. It's going to create more harmony, and it's always going to be a win for you, and it's going to be a win for whoever you're dealing with, and it's just going to spread out through your work, through your relations, through your family, and it's a beautiful thing. So those are some principles that you can digest and play around with and practices. Let's go through them again. So basically, it's use all the major principles of NBC, even in your thoughts. Be impeccable with your thoughts as well as your words, especially when you're speaking with somebody, but also when they're not around. Also, if you don't know the person. Also, if you're alone, just clean up your language throughout. Never allow yourself to speak violently or think violently. Keep your opinions to a minimum. And if you're going to state your opinion, state it as an opinion. And do not try to disguise it as a feeling. And do not state your opinions as facts. Because they're not facts. They're just your opinion. There's nothing wrong with opinion. But they're not very helpful. Oh, another thing that I didn't mention is... Don't take anything personal. Now, this is when uh, empathy, emergency empathy comes in. So someone, say, you know, you're living your life and someone, there's a misunderstanding and someone starts hurling insults at you. You feel defensive, you feel triggered. But in that moment, empathy first. But to do empathy first, you have to not take it personal what they're saying. So that's a challenging one, but it's a beautiful, you know, the four agreements. I don't know if you've most of y'all have probably heard of the four agreements. What a beautiful book. These are beautiful principles. Um, but that's a, that's a major one. Just don't take anything personal. Just don't do it. Just know that whatever they're going through has really nothing to do with you. And you can just go through, instead of taking it personal, go to empathy. And try to understand where they're coming from and why. And look for the win-win. Because when you take things personal, it feels bad. It feels a lot of separation. It feels painful. It doesn't, you know, you want to be defensive or fight back, but it's not helpful. So that's a super powerful one. Just never take anything personal. So another thing is uh, authenticity. Be as authentic as you can all the time. And be accountable for your feelings all the time. Never blame anyone else for how you feel. No demands or threats ever. Not even in your thoughts paying attention to how you feel and when there is some form of tension or something other than joy work to understand why you feel that way you know analyze yourself become very self-aware and then lastly uh find win-win situations and never imply someone else is bad or wrong even politicians even celebrities even people on the sports team that you hate. Okay, so there it is. NBC as a spiritual practice, part one. 
Thanks for listening. I hope uh, some of you found this helpful. And I will be putting out more content soon. My book is on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication, ebook, paperback, and audiobook. My board game is done. The thing about it right now is it just takes too long, takes too much manual labor to create it. So pretty soon I'm going to either do a Kickstarter or or just make some some way to get it professionally printed. But if anyone really, really wants one, you can email me and I can get one to you. I'm not, not doing that many. Um, I'm doing workshops in L.A., so keep a lookout for them. I just did one last weekend. It was it was awesome. Thanks for everybody who came out to that. And I will have my online course coming soon, probably within a month or so. And if anybody would like any one-on-one consulting, hour-long sessions, um, I will be providing that as well. You can contact me through my website, theartofnvc.com, or you can email me, artofnvc at gmail.com. And we can um, you know, do like a free 10 or 15-minute talk just to see where you're at, what you need, what you want to do. Um, I only really want to do that for people who are serious about making the change. And we can do a two-hour session, and it is 150. And you can get a lot of value out of that if that's what you like. If that's too much, then, you know, the podcast is free. So thanks, everybody. And I'll talk to you later.